Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to Jumps Podcast. I'm the founder and host, Ms. Genesis of Kemp, and with me today is Dana Williams. And here's a bit about Dana. She's a champion of transforming your life through purpose. She's an expertise. Her expertise ranges from strategic marketing advisor, Gallup certified Clifton Strengths coach, and leadership development and founder. Dana's industry experience comes from her 25 years at Southwest Airlines in leadership in areas of operation and brand marketing. In this role, Dana led marketing teams through two acquisitions, launched over 30 new destinations, and contributed to several iconic branding moments. And she's also um, created Dana Williams Company, a consulting company that exists to build tools and experiences to help leaders live in their purpose. And last but not least, she is the creator of the Strengths Journal, which is currently trademarked. It's a daily planning journal to help leaders live in their strengths and dominate their day. So today, Dana and I are going to spend some time talking about Clifton Strengths and how you can use your strengths to get to the next level. So without further ado, please welcome Dana Williams to GEMS Podcast. Well, thank you so much. And it's great to meet you, Genesis. Thank you for having me here and um, look forward to our conversation today. Amazing. Let's just dive into the meat and potatoes. And if we have time at the end, we will do a rapid fire. Okay. Go for it. (laughs) So let's start off by setting up the foundation and letting our listeners and viewers know exactly what Clifton Strengths are. Sure. So Clifton Strengths is an assessment that was created by Dr. Clifton in the 50s when he was with some other psychologists and they said, what if they were trying to figure out what was wrong with a group of, of people? And he said, well, what if we study what's right with them and help them do more of it? And he became the father of positive psychology. And he created this assessment way back in the 50s. So it's, it's been going on forever. And the way that the assessment worked back then is they would actually call people on the phone and ask them the questions and fill it out. In the 90s, um, it went online. And he and his grandson, Tom Rath, wrote Strength Finder 2.0. He also, in the 90s, bought the Gallup company. So Gallup owns the proprietary use of all the Gallup Clifton Strengths products. It's now called Clifton Strengths. And I came across Clifton Strengths when I was a leader at Southwest Airlines when we were looking for tools to help our employees feel engaged at work, as well as leaders know more about what their particular gift is. And when I found it, I fell in love with it because I saw how unique every each individual person was. So when you take the assessment, it takes about 40 minutes at most, but you get a report back. You can either take your top five or your all 34 and you get a report back that tells you what your top strengths are. And the goal is to be in those strengths every day because you get energized, you're more productive and you're more confident. So that's kind of it in a nutshell that helps. 
Yeah, it definitely helps because it's like recharging you because if you know what your strengths are, you could play into your strengths and just really capitalize on those areas and see how you're an asset versus a liability. And those strengths can help you personally as well as professionally. So with your leadership background and experience, Dana, and then you now in the coaching and consulting space, what's one challenge that you've face and how has it helped you segue to where you are now? I think the biggest challenge, so I went through with Southwest through many change, changes, 9-11, um, went through um, a lot of change management. We did a lot of reorgs and, um, and then the last was uh, COVID. Even before COVID, the grounding of the MAX, which was a big aircraft that we had to ground for a certain time. And what I automatically did every time I went into a new opportunity was try to understand the, the leaders or the team I was working with, what their strengths were. And especially I can use COVID as an example, because when we went into COVID, I immediately put the leaders in the war room that were working on COVID into a team grid. And I immediately could see, oh my gosh, this team has a lot of futuristic. They're going to be able to help us point to where we're going. Because you remember how unknown everything was at that point? We also had a person in the team that had deliberative. So he was very helpful in shooting holes through things and thinking about things that maybe we weren't thinking about. And the other thing that we saw is that team had um, achiever. So they were like, let's just get it done. We're going we're gonna to make it, but we're also going to make sure we're going to lean on this one particular person in the room who has focus. So you can start seeing, it's like an x-ray. You can start seeing what your team has and who to lean on, because we're not supposed to be well-rounded as individuals. We think we are, but we're not. And so we are supposed to be well-rounded as a team. And so I love working with leaders and their teams and helping them be engaged. So that was COVID, right? Then we go through COVID and I decided to go ahead and start my coaching business in 2020. And as I was going through the launch of my business, which was the Strengths Journal and coaching, I noticed that a lot of leaders were starting to burn out because decision-making. They were having to make decisions very quick and there were a lot of unknowns, right? So one of the things is when you know your strengths, you can lean on those strengths to help you make decisions. Or you can say, you know what? I need to lean on so-and-so over here and we're gonna partner up and we can help make a decision together. So. And then it went from decision-making to well-being because everybody right now is like kind of burnt out. They're, they're like, you know, all that decision fatigue. So one of the things that, that we really work on is the top, the five areas of well-being. Gallup came out with a book last year about that. So are you familiar with that? I've heard of the book, but then I'm not too familiar because I haven't gone and done my due diligence yet in that area, but someone mentioned it briefly. So can you talk about those five areas of Gallup? Because Gallup is a part of Clifton Strengths, right? Right. Gallup is the umbrella company and then Clifton Strengths is one of the products, you know, within Gallup. And so that's why it's called Gallup Clifton Strengths. And then Gallup also has all these amazing data scientists and researchers, and they're constantly researching. Not only are they researching the 25 million people who have taken their Clifton strengths and watching patterns and seeing what are the most common strengths all over the world, because people have taken this all over the world because there's different languages, but they're also writing about what's going on. So 10 years ago, they wrote a book called Wellbeing. 
And then right during COVID, they started and they found five areas of well-being that everybody needed based on all their research. And then they came out with a book in 2021, which is called Well-Being at Work. It's those same five areas. But what I love about the book is you can apply your strengths if you're low in one of the areas. So it's career well-being. It's like, I like what I do every day and I feel good and energized about what I do. Physical, I'm working, I'm, I'm uh, moving, um, what I'm putting in my body, um, the things I'm eating, the things I'm doing to my body. What is that like? Um, community, am I getting out and working a part, you know, with, with, as a volunteer? Do I feel safe where I live? What does that feel like? Social, and this was really important during COVID. Uh, because they found we need six hours of social, six hours of social a day. Now, social could be you and me on Zoom right now. But what we found is some people that never got on Zoom and that were just doing work and not connecting at the office, their social well-being was going down quite a bit. So we want to make sure that you're focused on, um, you know, on social. And what does that look like? Well, it could be a community group. It could be people at work. But it's just making sure you're getting out there and connecting with others. Remember, there was a lot of loneliness during this time as well. And then the, the fifth area is financial. I know where my money is and I feel good about how I'm managing it. So in what I've created is a daily journal with a weekly check-in on how your well-being is doing. And what you do is you just give yourself a number from zero to 10 in each of those areas every week. And then you divide it by five and you can see where you are. If someone's a six or below, they're not thriving. Seven above is thriving. So there's some weeks my numbers are low. It might be that I didn't get my physical exercise. It might be that I didn't pay attention to my financials that week. It might be I didn't get out and be social with my friends that week. So it helps me monitor that. When we don't monitor that, we could be really suffering and well-being. Right now, since COVID, seven out of 10 people are not doing well. They're, they're suffering. They're below uh, the seven. They're down into fives and sixes. So the neat thing about Gallup is they research all this all the time. So we're getting constantly getting information. And I could relate to that because whenever the world was shut down, people were forced to stay in their homes and, you know, they're forced to, you know, talk to the people in their households. And we saw that the domestic violence rate increased. We also saw that the depression rate increased and some people, you know, they didn't just suffer with um, depression, but some of it um, brought on the SAD disorder, Mm -hmm. seasonal affective disorder, because they were just taking on so much stuff and they didn't have their normal outlets that they would go to, whether it was going to the mall, whether it was going out to eat or whatever the case may be. And they didn't necessarily know what was going on with them. So having that check-in in the mm-hmm. middle of a pandemic and right at the cusp of it, I think is super, super helpful because people needed that for their personal well-being as well as their professional well-being. And I think just doing the Clifton Strengths, and I think, wasn't it called Strength Finders before? It was. And they changed it. They changed the name a couple of years ago to Clifton Strengths. Um, you still see the books that say Strength Finder 2.0. That's still out there. But as we talk about it, we always just say Clifton Strengths. And that's okay. in honor of Dr. Clifton who created it. Oh, okay, perfect. Because I was yeah. like, wait, I wanted to yeah. make sure I was connecting yeah, the dots no, there. Yeah. 
And I feel like um, more companies need to actually get back to doing that because right Mm -hmm. now we're in what society is calling the great resignation because people who were forced to work from home in the height of the pandemic, they got comfortable working from home and they said, oh, I could telecommute, I could spend time with my family and et cetera, that it was hard for them to go back into the office. So if the leadership will do Clifton strengths to analyze, okay, where are my employees? How are they feeling? And how can I meet them where they're at? Because it should be a partnership. Then I think that it will help with the great resignation. But what are your thoughts around that? Dana. Absolutely. And I've watched this happen from the biggest, the first change with COVID all the way through, oh, are we going to go hybrid? Are we not going to hybrid all the decision fatigue that happened to now we've got the great, as you say, the great transformation of reshuffling. So that's the biggest thing. And really, do you know the number one person this all goes to, which is the, is, is the leader. Um, and the leaders not only got to know their strengths so they can be a better leader, but they've got to know their team. They've got to be able to check in on the well-being of their people, even though they're not all together. And then they've got to keep them engaged, right? So the other thing that that Gallup has created is called Q12, and it's an index where you can have a survey to see how your people are doing. And they'll, you know, there's like, do I have somebody that's that's checking in on me each week? Do I have the tools I need to do my job? Am I feeling like I am in my strengths every week? Do I feel energized at work? Just asking those three questions can help leaders and employees feel connected. I think 26% of people feel like their leaders care and are doing something. The rest of them don't think that they're really involved. Absolutely. So it's kind of sad. Yeah, it's kind of sad. So that's where we come in and, and help work with the leaders, work with the team, help them retain and keep their people. Because right now, all kinds of people are, as you say, are getting recruited and moved, moving around. Well, you know how much it takes to get an employee just to get them in the door and onboard them. And then if somebody's going to take them away after all that training, that's, that's hard. That's really hard. Extremely, so, extremely yeah. hard. So you have to look out for the retention. You have to be uh, mindful of attrition and you have to be mindful of, okay, the, your training and development within, within your organization. And then also another big component, I think that we need to pair with Clifton Strengths is diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. Because we can't just see it as a check the box. We really need to make sure that it's evident in the workplace because that is a part of your company's morals, your company's values. And then how are you, you know, how are you tapping into your strengths in comparison to your competitors? Absolutely. I work with a couple of teams with our DEI teams and I love, I I put in one of the PowerPoint slides at its core strengths is about diversity and inclusion, because you're really not looking at race color. You're looking at what is the talent of this person? How do I bring that out every day? How do I help them bring that out? And, and it's, and that's really what you're talking about there. And, and I, that's why I love um, how strengths comes across. It becomes a language for teams to use um, and it helps them connect quicker and doesn't get, get um, waylaid into the, you know, who's being included and who's not, because it, it's not about that. It's, it is about inclusion. Um, it's about knowing who everybody is and creating them that they're each unique because you're one in 34 million with who you are with those strengths. So we want to make sure every day you're feeling valued at work. 
Absolutely. And thank you so much, um, Dana, for bringing that to the forefront. And then I want to get I want to have you leave the listeners with your call to action because we need to challenge each other, challenge each other to actually go research the subject, do our due diligence so we can be at our optimal level, whether it's personally or professionally, and we could really tap into our strengths versus highlighting those weaknesses. Absolutely. And thank you, Genesis. I think you just hit the nail on the head with what it is. It's, it's about don't live in your weak areas. We've all been taught that, you know, you're good at this, but you really need to work on this one. We say no, no to that. Focus on those areas of strength and stay in those areas because you're going to be more energized. So my call to action is for you to, it's not about managing your time. It's about managing your energy. And so I have five ways that you can save time by living in your strengths daily. So I have a, a link that will be, I guess, in your show notes that people can sign up and get those tips um, and feel free to come to, to my website, DanaWilliamsCo.com. And then I also have a um, Transform Your Life Bootcamp where you can actually go and learn your strengths, get your core values, build your mission and get on your way. Um, and we do that in six weeks. So happy to help, happy to share any of those with your, your listeners. Amazing. And I'm definitely going to have all of the information in the show notes. But Dana, where do you primarily hang out on social media? Plug those socials. LinkedIn, LinkedIn, Instagram, and then uh, Facebook. So those three. And is it at Dana Williams on all three? Yes. And Dana Williams Consulting. So. Okay, perfect. And I'm going to Thank you so much, Dana, for just being a guest on GEMS Podcast. We're definitely going to have to come back for a part two so we can have our full 30-minute segment. But um, one of the beauties that I like that you're doing is that you are bringing this to the forefront and you're educating the entrepreneurs, you're educating those um, people who are still in corporate and you're meshing them together because without each other, we wouldn't be where we are today. That's right. That's right. Well, and thank you for what you're doing and all the work you're doing to help those in the world to make a difference. Um, We all want to be difference makers and it's you're doing it. So congratulations. Thank you. And listeners and viewers, I challenge you to go do your Clifton strengths, analyze where you are, and then build upon that. And then find an accountability partner, someone that is going to hold you accountable to make sure that you are getting things done in a timely manner. And just just making sure that you don't procrastinate because procrastination is the is the robber and you definitely do not want to be robbed of your dreams and visions lastly don't forget to subscribe and share this segment we're on 40 plus platforms and connect with us on youtube for all things video content at gems with genesis amaris kemp and we are currently taking um, spots for brand sponsors. You can find out more information by heading on over to genesisamariskemp.net, where you'll also find out that we are currently ranked in the top 3% globally out of 2.8 million podcasts per www.listennotes.com. So peace, uh-huh. love. And lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day. Be an asset, not a liability. And challenge yourself to rise above those limitations and break down barriers. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, 
share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.